a desert planet with twin suns. Why do I sense we've picked up another pathetic life form? Use my knowledge. Much to learn, you still have. Welcome back to Twin Sun Talks, folks. I'm your host, Joan Liu. Thank you so much for listening. Happy New Year. Happy 2022 to all of you. Um, and yeah, I'm excited to uh, to be entering uh, this new year with y'all. And so today I have uh, Alien Species from Star Wars that you should know, Volume 4. Um, and yeah, I don't think there's too much more to add. Go ahead, or let's go ahead and dive into our trooper training. Gentlemen, who wants to be an ARC trooper? I do, sir. Alrighty, so today I'm going to be going over Quarren, Mon Calamari, Kaminoans, Ewoks, Ugnats, and Gamorreans. Not in that order. Mon Calamari is going to come before Quarren. I don't know why I said it like that. But, um, but they're still fairly prominently featured. But we're we're moving in once again. I've said this a couple times. But we're moving a little more into obscurity, and by the end of this, we're gonna be in a very subs- ob- obscure uh, section of um, I don't even know what to call it. Star Wars speciology. But uh, first of all, starting out, I'm gonna be talking about the Mon Calamari. So the Mon Calamari were an aquatic species native to Mon Cala. They spoke basic, or speak basic. They have a very um, tense relationship with the Quarren, who they uh, live in tandem with on Moncala, and they vaguely represent, resemble uh, goldfish. So if that gives you a little bit of a mental image, they have impressive military might as seen by the prominence of their ships in the Rebel Navy. Um, and they have a very distinctive ship type that almost, it's a lot sleeker. If you think of the Imperial ships, they're a lot more... Uh, geometric with hard edges and like very distinct shapes the Mon Calamari ships are very um, kind of fluid and kind of bulbous and they have like softer edges and more rounded shapes Um, but members of the species include Admiral Akbar of course with his iconic line it's a trap and then Nadar Veb who was um, Kit Fisto's Padawan, who we get to spend a little bit of time with in the Clone Wars, and then Prince Lee Char, who of course was the crown prince of Moncala after his father was assassinated, and we get to see a cool little uh, several episode arc about that whole debacle in, uh, I think it's the first three or four episodes of season four of the Clone Wars. It's a really cool episode because it's all set underwater. It's, it's super cool and different. That's about all that I have to say about the Mon Calamari. Moving on to the Quarren. Um, they were also an aquatic species, also native to Mon Cala, and also spoke basic, and they had a very tense relationship with the Mon Calamari. They resembled squids. So if you can think of the Star Wars species, uh, that kind of they have orange skin as well, but they have like four tentacles on their face with like little beaks. That's those are the Quarren. Um, they are capable of producing ink from their mouths, or at least from their facial regions. Um, and they went to war with the Mon Calamari after allying themselves with the Separatists in the wake of the ruling king's assassination. So, the ruling Mon Calamari king was assassinated, and the Quarren, 
allied themselves with the separatists with the hopes of um, having a Quarren king on the throne of Moncala rather than a Moncalamari. Uh, and that all kind of went very poorly for everybody involved. But members of the Quarren species, and I should say that while these with the Quarren and Moncalamari are both aquatic species, they are both able to survive outside of water. So I didn't know if that counted as semi-aquatic. I think, yeah, maybe amphibious. I don't know. But th- I think that initial, like originally they are at their core aquatic species. Um, but members of the Quarren species include Noserai, who's kind of the main one in the Clone Wars arc that I was talking about where the Quarren and Mon Calamari go to war with each other. And the fishermen who betrayed Dindrar and the Mandalorian in the Mandalorian season two, episode three, whenever they get to the water planet, I don't remember what it's called, but whenever they reunite Frog Lady with her husband, and then they go looking for the other Mandalorians, they get they're on a boat with a bunch of Quarren who betray them, and then Bo Katan comes and saves the day. So, but that planet is full of both Mon Calamari and Quarren. It's kind of cool. So moving right along, we have Kaminoans. They have risen to great prominence recently in uh, the new Star Wars canon. They are reclusive, highly uh, a reclusive, highly evolved species native to Kamino. They were featured very prominently in the Bad Batch, um, which is an animated show that just uh, aired last year now, 2021. They speak basic and are galactically renowned cloners, uh, but at the same time, not too many people know about them because they're such a backwater world. Um, they genetically modified their own species to perfection over several generations. Um, they are long-necked and concerned with profits and self-preservation. Uh, and they com- they were commissioned to create a clone army on behest of the Republic by Sifo Dyas. Um, and they're very distinct. I think that if you see them, they're the ones with the really long necks and they kind of talk like this very soft-spoken and very deliberate and um but it's, it's pretty easy um to tell who, who they are and members of their species include nalase who we meet in the clone wars and then lamasu and tanway who we meet in attack of the clones episode two whenever obi-wan goes and visits kamino to kind of investigate uh the assassination attempts on Queen Amidala, or Senator Amidala's life. Um, Okay, so next up we have Ewoks. Ewoks are native to the forest mood of Endor. They speak Ewokese, and they are really cute and adorable. They look like giant teddy bears. Uh, They aid the rebels in fighting the Empire in the events surrounding the destruction of the second Death Star and are formidable warriors which practice guerrilla tactics. And they actually... um, allegedly um eat the stormtroopers that they defeat so fun little fact there um i don't have too much else to say they're really cute marketing tactics um but i i rather enjoy them i i don't think there's anything wrong with kind of having little um branding opportunities uh, thrown into your movies especially if they're if they're cool and they they work kind of the way they do except for the fact that they it's kind of ridiculous that they're able to take down 
armored stormtroopers with like sticks and rocks, but like hey, to each their own. But um, members of the Ewok species include Wicket, Tebow, and Chief Chirpa. And also, fun fact, um, most of the Ewoks were played by children, and Carrie Fisher, who played Princess Leia, would bring them, like, milk and cookies in between takes. Kind of cute. Um, okay, so moving on, we got Ugnats. Ugnats were uh, diminutive sentience. They speak, uh, or they were native to Gentes, and they speak basic. They are... Uh, known as being very hard working, a very hard working species, hired in many industries due to their reputation as devoted and loyal workers, first seen in Cloud City on Bespin uh, in The Empire Strikes Back. Members include Quirrell and the workers who freeze Han Solo and Carbonite. Oh, there's also there's one member of the species that's in Rebels who, um, who's working with Hondo, and I don't remember his name anymore. He's kind of funny. Um, here, let me look it up real fast. Back from Google, uh, his name is Melch. So that's that's another member of the species. Um, but yeah, they kind of look like little pigs almost. They kind of have like the, uh, but I mean, not to be confused with the next species I'm talking about, but but they kind of, they, they kind of look like pigs with the way that their noses are structured and the way that their, the, their facial jowls kind of hang, kind of look like pigs. Anyways, not as much as this next species, which are Gamorians, who are pig-like sentients, and they, they very much look like pigs. They are large, green-skinned brutes native to Gamor, and they speak Gamorian. Uh, they are low in intelligence and high in strength, uh, they are largely employed by huts as security and gladiator, and as uh, as well as as gladiators as kind of entertainment, um, and we kind of see that all throughout Star Wars in either um, Return of the Jedi or the Clone Wars or the Mandalorian. Uh, members include the guards Jabba's palace and then the gladiators in Mandalorian season two episode one. Um, so there's not too much to say about them. We have gotten to see a little bit more about them in The Mandalorian and now in The Book of Boba Fett a little bit. So that's exciting. I like when they kind of expound upon kind of background characters or background species a little bit more. Um, but there's not too, too much to say about them. They were, they were very tribal. Um, and they had like clan leaders uh, back on their planet of Gamor there. Um, very, very primitive species. That's there's not too much else to add. That's that's about it. Um, but that's about all that I have for the species. Uh, let's dive into just a little bit more. Alrighty. So what I got for y'all today is that Mon Calamari are actually the species who performed uh, Squid Lake the bubble show that Anakin and Palpatine watch while Palpatine tells Anakin the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise in uh, Revenge of the Sith whenever they're in the opera house and there's this really in, like kind of weird show going on in the background that they're watching and it's within this bubble and they're like kind of these banners that are being waved around. Those are actually Mon Calamari swimming around in like a ball of water. So that's just kind of cool. I didn't know what it, I never knew what it was until 
I read it in my book, Obsessed with Star Wars, Test Your Knowledge of a Galaxy Far, Far Away, to, uh, 2,500 Questions, um, which I plugged quite a bit on this on this podcast. That's where I get a lot of my mores from, um, just because it has a bunch of really obscure and kind of weird facts. But anyways, that's about all that I have for today's episode. I hope that y'all enjoyed it. If y'all want to go back and listen to my first, second, and third volumes of this uh, this series that I have going, which is prominent alien species that you need to know in Star Wars, um, then you can go back and listen to episodes 41, 48, and 53, uh, where I've gone over like Wookiees, Rodians, Twi'leks, Huts, Tusken Raiders, Trandoshans, Geonosians, Gungans, all that stuff. I've, I've gone over a bunch so far. Um, so make sure you go back and listen to that. Also, if uh, you don't follow me on Instagram already, go ahead and follow me on Instagram. I'm going through um, a 31-day Star Wars challenge that I made, and it's essentially just a way for my followers to get to know me better and for me to get to know y'all better. Um, where I've been post, um, this is going to be day three, uh, and I'm just going through all the way through January. And uh, so today is what's your favorite show um and a star wars show and so um i'm going to be posting it and then i'm going to be encouraging people to to comment their favorite show as well in the comments and to share it and then i'll, I'll post it on my story um but, but yeah so go ahead and do that please and that's about all that I have. And then stay tuned for the rest of the month, and I'm going to be posting a lot more on my Instagram. It's at Twin Sun Talks. Um, so, yeah, that's about it. Uh, you've taken your first steps into a larger world. May the force be with you, and I will see y'all in the next episode. Bye, friends.